Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let's Be Heard for Thursday, May 19th, 2022. I'm Micah Chopoli. Well, I spoke a little bit yesterday about, um, about many people who used to be Democrats, like myself, who are now switching over and will be voting Republican uh, for the primary that's coming up in June here in California, and of course, the November general election. And the attacks from the left, the attacks from the Democrats, when they see all these people, millions of people changing, they just label them as Trumpers. And uh, white supremacists or whatever else other labels they can ultra maga maga kings maga queens maga jesters maga jokers whatever the hell they have. Um, instead of you know instead of looking inward right instead of looking inward and and making changes right making some changes. And there's no worse area to be in than here in California. I mean this is basically. I mean, California is is California, California is what a lot of people call it, and it's the truth because it feels like we're living in China. In in many ways, it feels like we're living in China here, uh, especially with the constant, ongoing state of emergency with COVID, the constant threat of lockdowns or vaccine mandates or masking again, all that stuff. Um, that. They're probably only holding back on simply because of the November elections. And of course, they will unleash lockdowns galore and masks and vaccine mandates galore were they to win in November just in time for the, you know, the fall and winter, quote unquote, surge combined with flu, which of course we cannot let happen. So we're already seeing this now, aren't we? We're seeing this coming back now. We're seeing like ratings dropping and they want a boost in the ratings before the midterm real season kicks in after Labor Day. So between now and Labor Day, they're not quite sure what to talk about. So they want to bring COVID back. They want to throw some monkeypox in there, some monkeypox, monkey business. And they want to bring COVID back, and they want to show it's spreading. And now the CDC, once again, is, requiring, is, is requesting everyone wear masks again, all this nonsense that will never end as long as Democrats control the country. And control, you know, whatever, half the states. So we see this all coming back. And we see these distractions. People like to call them distractions, and they are distractions. They have to distract from the inflation, right? They have to distract from high unemployment. They have to distract from businesses shutting down. They have to distract from high gas prices. They have to distract from people really hurting economically. They have to distract from all this stuff. They don't want to talk about that, so they'd rather talk about what? They'd rather talk about monkeypox and COVID and all these issues. You see... The media has now realized that viruses do well for them. Viruses make money for them. Viruses get ratings. Viruses get views. Viruses get hits. So that's why we're seeing the monkeypox thing because monkeypox has been around forever. In fact, there, was been, there have been outbreaks in the past that have been pretty bad. And every year there's some issue somewhere in the world, if not in this country, with monkeypox. It's not a new thing. It happens. But now we're seeing stories about it because they realize that that wins. COVID won and monkeypox will win. It'll get them viewers, it'll get them money, it'll make them money, it'll make them wealthier, it'll get them their hits and their views and all that nonsense. So, and of course, there are more hypochondriacs now than ever before. So they're taking advantage of that, this, this new, new breed of hypochondriacs that they have bred over the last two and a half years. So this is what we have to deal with. And this is what we're going to continue to have to deal with until there's a total regime change. I and mean, we need a total regime change from the top to the bottom. Now, Elon Musk wrote today, in the past, I voted Democrat because they were mostly the kindness party. 
but they have become the party of division and the party of hate, so I can no longer support them and will vote Republican. Now watch the Dirty Tricks campaign against me unfold. And he puts a little thing of popcorn there. Of course, Elon Musk doesn't care. Elon Musk is worth whatever, $250, $300 billion. What does he care? Really, what does he care? I certainly wouldn't care. No one's going to take food out of his mouth. So, of course, he doesn't care. And he can enjoy all that. He can enjoy it. There was someone today on Twitter who would complain because Elon Musk blocked them. It was some left-wing, it was some left-wing, as Elon Musk would say, hate, fear, lying outlet. Some left-wing outlet of lies that constantly spread lies. What do they call them? Common sense? Not common sense, because the left has no common sense. That would be hilarious if they call themselves common sense. Let's see what they call themselves. Um, because it, he blocked them. Evidently, he was not too happy. Oh, here. Pub, I'm sorry. Public citizen. It's called public common sense. Public citizen. And they said they're blocked by – they showed their thing. You know, Elon Musk blocked you. And uh, he said so, – they said so much for being committed to free speech. Now, either public citizen – is uh, a bunch of schmucks or they're just the typical left playing dumb and loving it. Playing dumb and loving it. The left likes to play dumb and they love playing dumb. These people don't seem to understand the difference between one person, one individual blocking them, which means that this individual, Elon Musk, just doesn't get their posts, doesn't see their posts. They, they no longer exist to his eyes on Twitter. They don't see the difference between that and being banned from Twitter. Public citizen, whoever these morons are, don't see the difference between one person not wanting to see their lies and Twitter itself blocking them and not laying them on the, the, the social media platform, which is what Twitter's done. No one has ever complained about the block button. In fact, the block button's wonderful. The block button's great. You have every right to use the block button. You're not stopping someone's free speech when you use the block button. The rest of the world can still see their crap. It's just you don't have to be bothered with it anymore. And public citizen can block whoever they want to block. They want to block Trump. If he was on, they could block Trump, and you sure they would block Trump. But I don't understand. I don't get it. So, one person doesn't want to see their lies, and they don't seem to understand the difference between that and being blocked from Twitter. Anyway. So, of course, they're looking for money. They want to rein in, oh, rein in big tech. That's the thing. Rein in big tech. No, nothing to do with freedom of speech. You see, when they say rein in big tech, they mean stifle free speech on big tech. Make big tech censor free speech. That's what they're for, and that's why Elon Musk blocked them. I should block them too. I just don't block because I have this podcast. Elon Musk doesn't have to worry about a stupid podcast. So I, I, I do this podcast. I don't want to block people because I want to know what schmuckos like Public Citizen are doing. Now, if I had blocked Public Citizen, I never would have known those schmucks wrote this today. But yeah, obviously, that's what they say. This is their, this is their plan. Rain in, quote unquote, rain in big tech means make them censor the right. That's what it means. Censor the right. That's how they rein in big tech. And of course, they're full of shit. Elon Musk knows they're full of shit. So he blocked them. Once again, the guy's worth three hundred billion. He doesn't need to worry about what public says. Only a, 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 a only a uh, you know a person like me. I couldn't come up with a name for myself. I'm sure people have names that I could use. <laughs> because someone like me um, has to worry about what they say because I have this show and I need things to talk about. Otherwise, I wouldn't give a crap about public citizen either. So I don't blame Elon Musk. 
for blocking them. But to not, I mean, but they know the difference. They know the difference. Like I said, they just want to be, they want to play the ignorant left, and they love playing that role of the ignorant, dumb, schmucky left. They, they revel, the, the left revels in it. They revel in this. They do. They revel in it. They love it. They love playing that role. That's the role they have taken on. <clears throat> so, once again, you're talking about losing people like Elon Musk. You're talking about losing people like me. Losing people like me. And you're not going to get us back. You're not getting me back. And I'm sure there are many people who aren't going to go back. There are many people who are not going to go back. And the Democrats seem to not want to do a thing about this. They don't care. So if you look at it that way, if you look at it, the party doesn't really care if they lose elections. The party doesn't care. In fact, they've totally, if you think about it, the Biden administration has totally given up. Have you seen this Jean-Pierre, Corrine Jean-Pierre, the new White House press secretary? Have you seen the way she reads all the answers? It sounds horrible. It sounds horrible. She reads the answers. I've never seen this, but I'm a little confused. I remember her filling in for Jen Psaki several times over a year and a half. I don't remember her doing that. I'm guessing if she did that, she wouldn't have gotten the job. But now she, is she nervous that she actually got the job and she's not just a fill anymore? Because it looks terrible to be re- the, the administration says, well, yes, we believe this. And uh, I, the administration will work to get the baby formula back. Uh, come on, give me a break. But, you know, maybe they want us to, like, beg to have Jen Psaki back. as obnoxious, and Jean-Pierre is not nearly as obnoxious as Jen Psaki, but Jen Psaki didn't have to read the answers, at least. At least she was prepared. She did her job that way, the right way in that respect. She still lied. She was still obnoxious. But she didn't have to read answers. She had the lies memorized. <laughs> at least had the lies memorized, Jean-Pierre. Come on. But this makes me think that the Biden administration has totally given up. It's like, what the hell? Doesn't matter. We're going to get creamed in November. I'm not, Joe's not running again in 24. It's going to be Kamala or Pete Buttigieg trying to beat Trump or DeSantis. Let's just give up. Really, let's just give up. You know, it's almost like a, a, a sports team when they look at their, their you know, they, they're, they're in last place. They have 100 losses if you're a baseball team. You think, and then you look in the farm system and it's all crap. You're like, oh God, it's going to be five to 10 years before we're good again. I mean, I think this is what the Democrats are, and the Biden administration is thinking now. We suck now. We have no farm system. We're going to get blown out in November, blown out in 24. What's the answer? Get a press secretary who just reads the answers. Anyone can do that. Anyone can, anyone can do that. And get paid well to just read from a book for a half hour, whatever they do. I never thought I'd be asking for Jen Psaki back. And I'm really not. I just think we need some more professionalism. I mean, it's just, it's just so, un, it's so unprofessional. I mean, it looks silly. It looks idiotic. And it's not going to get her a job at MSNBC, right? They like slickness. They like Jen Psaki. They like you to be on your toes. You don't want to read the answers. You got to memorize those lies. At least give her, maybe they should give Jean-Pierre a teleprompter. Has the press secretary ever had a teleprompter? Maybe they should, at least it wouldn't look like she's reading everything, looking down at a book and reading. It reminds me of, it reminds me of when actors uh, are first learning a role. Like they have to step in or they have to step in for another actor, a stand-in, a stand-in. Sometimes it's a stand-in, but usually it's an understudy. And um, they take over, and for the first two or three performances, they have to read the script because they haven't had time to totally memorize it. But after two or three shows, they usually get it. 
Is she ever going to get it? Maybe next week she'll get it. Who knows? But like I said, she's done this before. It's not like she hasn't done it already several times. So I'm a little confused with the whole thing. But the Biden administration likes to be likes to be confusing and unprofessional. And uh, I got to tell you, I think Biden's approval rating of 33 would have been a lot lower. I have to give Jen Psaki credit because at least she stood in for him because he doesn't talk to the media. So she was like the stand-in, if you will, for Biden many times. And I think that helped him. With this woman, his approval can drop to 20. It's a terrible stand-in. They're going to have to bring him out, which they don't want to do. They certainly don't want to do that. So that's that's uh, my take on her. Now, as far as the, the COVID thing coming back. Oh, d- I have to remind myself to talk about the... Let's talk about this first. Let's talk about this first. Here, here's, this is hilarious, folks. If you hadn't heard yet, if you hadn't heard yet, the Biden administration disinformation board on pause amid free speech concerns. <laughs> uh, the news comes just weeks after the public learned of the board. Remember the singing... Scary Poppins woman. Uh, the, Democrat, the Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Governance Board is being put on hold weeks after its establishment was announced to the public. And board director here, Nina Jankowitz, she's the Scary Poppins, will resign. Will resign, <laughs> sources told the AP. This is great. Now, according to the Washington Post, DHS made the decision on Monday and that the following morning, the board's leader, Nina Jankowitz, had resigned she resigned. She, oh, oh, she drafted a letter of resignation. <laughs> this is hilarious. You know, this is so funny. Now, you know, if, if it was only the right that had a problem with this, they would not give a shit. But you know they were getting a lot of criticism from the, in, in the center and the left, too. There were even some people on the left who aren't totally lost, who aren't totally uh, initiated, indoctrinated into the cult, who saw this and said, wait a minute. Now... It's not that they were worried about this under Biden, but they were worried about this under Trump or DeSantis. If this if this board was still if this governance board was in place and they took over the presidency. So you could see them sweating, thinking, oh, we don't mind scary poppins, but we don't want someone that DeSantis or Trump would put in its place. Although both of them would just totally get rid of it because they're not for big government bullshit and waste. And uh and, and things that uh, are against the Constitution. But, but if they had kept it, the left was thinking, uh, well, what, what's going to happen? So they, they put pressure on the Biden administration as well to get rid of this. And, of course, the videos of that moron, Nina Jankowitz, totally destroyed her. And, of course, her past tweets tweeting out total disinformation <laughs> about Russia, 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 or whatever else. The Steele dossier, total disinformation, so she didn't exactly fit that position too well. But this is hilarious. This is how, this, this is how grotesque the Democrats are. Why even come up with this stupid thing? Except to placate the extremes in their party. To placate the coastal elites who don't want free speech. To placate the coastal elites who are against freedom of speech. Who want to censor the right. That's the only reason they come up with this kind of nonsense. It's obviously totally stupid and ignorant. But you could see this coming. I mean, you could see this coming within days after this being announced, whether it was on podcasts or on Fox, whatever they were saying, this is probably not going to last very long. And it lasted about three weeks. Never even happened, really. 
So this will probably quietly go away. This will quietly, quietly slink away as though it never happened. And the left media, 90% of the media will never mention it. But if Trump had thought of this or DeSantis had thought of this, they would never stop talking about it. Never stop talking about it. Ever. But we will do a victory dance. We have no problem doing a victory dance for this one. Because this was total, as I like to say, Orwellian to the max. And now it's going away. And that's because of, partly because of us, right? I mean, we put the pressure on. We talked about this. We got the word out there how stupid this was, how, how against the Constitution it was, how against the First Amendment it was, how against freedom of speech it was. Elon Musk talked about it. And now it's gone. Gone, gone, gone. Oh, 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 that song is in my head now. Okay. Something happening here in California I wanted to talk about. Well, there's so much to talk about. You know, sometimes I, I get prepared. I'm thinking in my head, what am I going to talk about today? What am I going to talk about today? And I think there's nothing out, nothing to talk about. How frightening. What am I going to talk about? And then just one thing and, and leads to another, and you realize there's, there's more to talk about than you think. This is, uh, okay, this is California-centric, but everyone should be listening. Don't, 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 don't turn that dial because I'm going to talk about California if you're not in California. I know I have a lot of listeners in California, but I have, let's see, I have, I have a lot of listeners in California, but I have, I think, 3% of my listeners are in Illinois, and I have 2% in Manitoba and 1% in Nova Scotia. So everyone, all those listeners, even the, the few percent in, in Illinois and Manitoba and Nova Scotia should still listen to this. Very important. This is uh, CAAB, these stupid numbers, 2098. California Assembly Bull 2098 is, okay, it looks like it is, uh, it's in the Senate now and, and might be going to the full assembly. It's a California bill anyway that would designate misinformation, in quotes, about COVID-19 by a physician as unprofessional conduct, allowing the medical board to take action against such physician or surgeon. So what they want to do and as, doc, as the doctor said, if AB 2098 passes, I won't be able to tell you what I really think. So this is California. This is California. This is why it's basically like living in China here. Because what they, they, want, they want the government to get between you and your doctor. That's exactly what they want. They want the government to tell your doctor what they can and cannot say to you. You know, there are many issues out there that aren't settled science. And this, is one, this isn't even 1% settled science. There are issues out there that are more settled science that doctors still have different ideas about. And you go to one doctor, this is why they, see, they have, remember second opinions? This is why they have people go for second opinions. If every doctor only had to have the same opinion, wasn't allowed to have a different opinion, there would be no such thing as second opinions. So this is where people go for second opinions because one doctor will say, well, this is the right form of treatment. The other doctor will say, Really? No, I don't think so. I think this is the right form of treatment. Under this kind of plan, every doctor will have to say the same thing about this issue. And, of course, it will spread to other issues, too, once the government realizes the control they can have. So a doctor can't tell you that – a doctor can't tell you that they think that in your age group of your condition, you don't need the vaccine. Or in your age group and your 
condition, you might get harmed. There's a, a, a slight chance that the harm, it might, whatever the doctor might want to say that they believe that they've done research and that they've seen results from, they can't say. It would be, when they say misinformation about COVID-19, once again, misinformation means the information they want you to say. The information they believe, the narrative they're pushing is the real information. Anything that's not promoting the narrative they're pushing is misinformation. In other words, anything they don't agree with is misinformation. So that's the government telling the doctors what their information is, and the only thing they can say is what the government tells them to say. This is incredibly, incredibly dangerous. And it is exactly the silencing of, the silencing of doctors. AB 2098 is the silencing of doctors. Think of your doctor. There's a great photo here. I think it's a good ad of a, a doctor with the duct tape on their mouth. And that's basically what this is. It's a doctor with duct tape on their mouth. It's almost like the government, let's say your doctor goes into the office every day and the government sends them three or four memos. And that's it. The government says, for this issue, you must say this. For this, for this disease, you must say this. That's it. You must follow the script. This is basically what this is. This is, once again, Orwellian to the max. This is China. This is Commieville. And this has to be destroyed. There's no doubt about it. California AB 2098. Now, I want you to understand, from what, I, from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, you should hit me up on Twitter and tell me. I believe this is the only state, California is the only state doing this. California is also the only state trying to get a bill passed where 12-year-olds, and I have to check on this, it may have even been passed, or, they're trying, or it's close to getting passed, where 12-year-olds, anyone 12 or older, can get the vaccine without telling their parents. Well, without parental consent, a 12-year-old can get a medical procedure. Only California. And that's backed by Scott the Wiener Wiener. Scott Wiener Wiener. From here, of course, from San Francisco. Where else would he be from? So, but I believe this is the only state that has these bills going through. Out of the 50 states, 49 others don't need, don't find the need to do this. Only in California... Do they find the need, sorry, Camiformia, do they find the need to have bills like this where a 12-year-old can get a vaccine without parental consent and your doctor is told by the government what they can and cannot say? And this is where I live. I think I just saw a tweet and I should have saved it. I think I may have. I think I may have. It's a good one. It's a good one. I only save good tweets. By the way, uh, uh, retweets are not – I'm only kidding. I hate that. Retweets are not endorsements. Who gives a shit? Who cares if you retweet something and someone thinks it's a friggin' endorsement? What's the big deal? Anyway, let's see. All these rules, all these ridiculous social media rules, which I don't follow any of them. You know, one day I'll learn how to use Twitter. One day. I've only been using it for 12 years, every day of my life for 12 years, and I still don't know exactly how to pull up – how to pull up like likes – how do, you do that? How do you pull up likes, things you've liked, things you've starred? If you're yelling the answer, I can't hear you. So that's the problem. Uh, I think it was Charles Barkley? Yes. Well, you know, Charles Barkley is a very political guy. He's not afraid to give his opinion. That's what I like. I don't always agree with him. I don't always agree with Charles Barkley. But what I can tell you is he's incredibly opinionated and not afraid to say what he believes. And I believe, oh, here it is. Oh, here it is, likes. Okay, I finally found it. I finally found it. Um, I believe Charles Barkley said that California is like hell, living in hell. 
Was it Charles Barkley or someone else? I don't know. I thought I, I thought you know I thought I started this, and uh, you know my Twitter feed is starting to get really uh, cluttered, and it's my own fault. Uh, I'm cluttering it with uh, with sports stuff, and it used to be all all political stuff. And now with, with the playoffs going on, with the baseball season started and the hockey playoffs starting and all this and the NBA playoffs, I'm, I'm, I'm littering it with, with um, oh, this is ridiculous. Anyway, so I'll, I'll, I'll confirm that. But I believe it was Charles Barkley who said something to the effect of, uh, it was some basketball player. I think it was Charles Barkley. But he's right. And anyone, any, anyone who spends any time here knows. Oh, San Francisco. Sorry, not California. San Francisco is basically hell, and, and it is. I mean, we've, we've gotten to the point now where homelessness, tents, cities are everywhere here. Everywhere. I mean, they're not, it, it, it's not, it used to be confined just to a, an area of the city called the Tenderloin. Now it's everywhere. Now it's everywhere, and wokeness is everywhere. And there's still half the people wearing masks here. You know, and, and people always say to me, well, why do you have to, don't bother people if they want to wear a mask. It's fine. No, no, here's the problem. First of all, it's not normal. So I don't like seeing abnormal, okay? I don't like abnormal. I like normal. It's just me. But on top of that, when you do that, you give the local government basically the right. It makes it easier for them to reinstitute these mandates. Because it's not like you're going from 0% of the people wearing it and then you're telling everyone they have to wear it. When you have 50, 60, 70% of the people still wearing it indoors, it's easy just to say, let's just all do it, make it a mandate again. And these people are just waiting for it. They love it. They can't wait for the other half to have to do this again. So that's the problem. See, in a place like Florida, they, first of all, they're not going to do it, but they'd never be able to do it because no one's wearing it. But here, where half the people at least, and I'd say more than half indoors, are still wearing it, it's like it's overnight you can do it. So that's the problem. The people here are giving the government the right and making it easier for them to do this shit again. And that's the biggest problem I have with people still wearing masks. Aside from the fact that it's totally bat crap, crazy, abnormal, nutty, in the head, freaking crazy. Other than that, other than, other than the insanity over it, it's the, it's, it's the idea they give the government the, the right to do it again as soon as they want. And whenever they want. Forever and ever. That's the problem. That is the issue. So, I, oh, I wanted to follow up. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, before the show ends. Damn it, Mike. Um, we'll talk more about the primaries and all that tomorrow, and I'll have my film review of a film called Men tomorrow. But I, d- I definitely wanted to talk about the issue of the 13-year-old boy who was charged with sexual harassment for not using the proper pronouns. He was on Fox a few days ago, and the story goes like this. He was in a class, and one other student wanted certain pronouns used. And this kid is only 13 years. Now, pronouns are confusing to adults. Pronouns are confusing to me. They, them, tree, they, with a tree. What the fuck is tree? Tree, that's how we say three in New York, in Brooklyn. But... So he, did, he got confused, and he said, I don't know what to I, – I, I, this is confusing. I don't like this. I don't, and they, they, he didn't use the proper one, or he wouldn't use it, whatever. He said, I'm not doing this. It's, I don't understand it. And they said they actually charged him with a Title IX offense, sexual harassment, a 13-year-old for not using the proper pronouns. This is how crazy and nutty the left has gotten.
This is how crazy the schools, the teachers are. You know, I used to... I used to hear all the time, especially when it comes to college, oh, those lefty professors, lefty professors. And I used to say, oh, shut up, shut up. It's absolutely true. And not only is it true, it's a million times worse than it used to be. It used to, a million times worse. And I always heard my friends on the right or friends who weren't liberal saying, oh, those lefty professors, they, they, they indoctrinate people. It's a cult. They, they, they you know, it's, it's, it's. And I used to say, come on, come on. People have open minds. They get, No, 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 forget it. I'm totally on that side now. And now it's getting so much worse when you have something like this happening where, you know, it, it's worse than the idea of, of a lefty college professor brainwashing. When you're in college, your mind develops more. You know, you could say this guy's full of shit, this person's full of shit. But when you're 13 years old, you, you don't have that ability to do that. And so these, 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 these uh, teachers from a very young age, from kindergarten, from pre-K, all the way through, are doing this, are, are brainwashing kids with this wokeness. And this idea of charging, to actually charge a kid, a Title IX offense, to, to actually charge a kid with, with sexual harassment, sexual harassment in the school for not using pronouns. I'll talk about this more tomorrow. I'll pull the story up. And I'll talk more about it because this is total insanity. And this is why they're going to lose. This is why they're going to lose. By the way, I, from what I understand, the, the uh, lawyers for the kid said the school had until this Friday, this Friday, so tomorrow, to drop the charges or they were, gonna, they were going to uh, sue them. You know, so I'm sure there are more, there are more details to come. Um, but this would go on the kid's record in the school, basically. Obviously, he's not going to go to jail for it. It's the school saying he's a sexual harassment and that it would be on his record in the school that he sexually harassed someone. This is just total insanity. And th- this is why they're going to lose. This is why they're going to lose so big in November because people are tired of this. People are tired of this. And maybe this parent or the friends of this parent were, were Democrats. You think they are now? You think they're going to vote for the same people who are going to keep this going? We're not going to end this crap? Of course not. Anyway, we'll talk more about that tomorrow. I'll have the film review of a great Friday show. This has been And Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Chopoli. Thanks for listening. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Speak to you tomorrow.